Hey, Stu. Welcome to Jump Seat Therapy, a podcast where we talk real talk about life's unexpected bumps and provide you with practical tools to keep you in flight even when life gets turbulent. My name's Cosette, and I'm a flight attendant who knows that sometimes life doesn't always go according to plan. No matter what phase of life's flight you're in or whatever weather might be in your path, I hope you never feel alone for the ride. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. So without further ado, please take your seats and fasten your seatbelts because we're ready for takeoff. Hey girl, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited that you're here tuning in. If I am a little out of breath, I do apologize if you follow on my Instagram handle at jumpseattherapy.podcast, you would know that I was just bouncing around between my bathroom and my closet, just jamming out, getting pumped up for today's episode. And you did hear me right. I am recording in my closet. (laughs) And I know we're our own worst critics, but I just felt like I was getting distracted in the other episodes from outside noises and background noise. So I decided to lock myself in the closet with nothing but my computer, my mic, my clothes, my mess, and my dog. Sorry, husband, if you're listening. The closet's usually off limits to the dog, but not today because there's no containing him. So here we are, episode four. I'm so excited. I did get a few people reaching out saying they love the episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I actually had a lot of feedback that people wanted to hear more and as much as I would love to keep recording more and more and just give you all the episodes right now in this busy season, I can only do one a week. But I wanted to give you another way for us to connect. Like I said at the beginning, we could connect on Instagram through my handle at jumpseattherapy.podcast or we can connect through my texting community. So if you want to text the word CREW, C-R-E-W, CREW, to 678-619-0797. Again, that's 678-619-0797. Just want to give you another way that we could connect if you need just a little bit of a pep talk midweek. I'm here. I just want to make sure that we always feel like we are a crew and we're on this journey together. And like I said, I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode. And to be honest with you, I'm excited, but a little bit nervous because truthfully, today's episode is going to be a very vulnerable episode. And full transparency, this wasn't even the topic that I planned to talk about for this week. Um, But I had a friend ask me this past weekend, how do you come up with what to talk about on the podcast episodes week after week? And I simply answered life. It's whatever I've been going through or how I've been able to support my friends and what they're going through and truthfully the jump seat therapy that we get on a daily basis and just seeing what you all are struggling with that I've either struggled with or I'm also struggling with and how we can help each other and support each other along the ride. So today's episode is actually coming from something that happened this past weekend and something that I've struggled with for a while and I just feel like, again, if I'm struggling with it, you might be too. And what better way to feel like we relate to one another than to get vulnerable? So we're going to dive right in with that unwanted passenger. 
And if you're a flight attendant, I know you're probably picturing that exact person that I'm talking about, the one that comes on and cannot be pleased or feels like it's their private plane and they're the only passenger aboard. You have to put on this smile and muster through and give this amazing service, even when you know that this person, there's probably no pleasing. And for me, I have that specific person that I can see right now sitting in front of me and I will never forget him. He got so upset because I forgot to get him a pair of headphones before we started our service. And I remember getting to his row, about to serve him with a smile on my face and giving that best customer service that I know how, even after a long day of flying. And I asked him, sir, can I get you anything? Can I get you anything to drink, anything to eat? And instead of the normal, you know, Coke, whatever, I am met with, your job must be so hard. So hard that you forgot to get me headphones. And truthfully, I was so taken back by this response because I'm used to just, you know, the normal drink and then a snack order. And truthfully, my automatic response was to go right on the defensive of, well, I couldn't get you your headphones because this, 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 and defending my actions. But One, I love my job, and so I know I have to respond with grace and compassion and hospitality. But in that moment, I realized that I, again, I have a choice. I could respond to him with that defensive attitude, and it probably wouldn't serve either of us very well. Or I can respond to him in a way of grace. Now, I will say my response in the moment Still probably wasn't full of love and compassion, but it was definitely wrapped in compassion. And I'll tell you, my response in that moment was to take a deep breath. And I looked at him and I said, gosh, sir, that's a great point. I am so glad my job is not hard because if it is hard, I'm probably saving a life. And you could tell that in that moment, even though there was probably a thousand better ways of handling it, it clicked for both of us that that space and that pause was needed to go ahead and recenter or realign our intentions so we can really enjoy the rest of the flight. And I know y'all are probably thinking right now, okay, what does this have to do with anything? Like, let's get to the juice of it. But y'all, I thought of this guy As I was ugly crying, snot in my mouth on my bathroom floor this weekend. And I haven't interacted with this guy in years. I've never seen him again after that flight. And that was, gosh, seven years ago. It was like the first year of flying. So why did he pop in my head? And the reason is because he reminded me so much of the person that I was dealing with as I was on my bathroom floor with these anxious thoughts just spiraling out of control. Because in that moment, the person that I was dealing with was my inner critic. And as my thoughts were running rampant and my anxiety was going through the roof, my inner bee, as I like to call her, was starting to run wild. And honestly, that's kind of her role, which I know that sounds crazy, but She's not meant to lift me up. She's an inner critic for a reason. And I feel like that's why she relates so much. And I felt like she was so similar to this unwanted passenger. She created this like false narrative and made me believe I was becoming the victim of the circumstances 
all while making me question my worth and my abilities and even my purpose in that moment, just like that unwanted passenger, that guy on my flight that I forgot his headphones, just like he did. And she triggers this defensive mode and this defensive response within me. And to be honest with you guys, my inner critic loves to pass the blame. She's notorious for pointing the finger at other people and doesn't realize that as she's pointing the finger at others, there are four more that are pointing right back at me. And in doing this, she begins to create this narrative that I am a victim to the circumstances and eventually starts creating the circumstances that are happening in my life. And what I mean by that is that Instead of taking the responsibility for the position that I'm in, she tells me these lies and creates this story. And a lot of times it goes like this. It says, well, you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z because you're not qualified or because they'll judge you or even the, yeah, of course they didn't call you back. You've just been a burden. So it's time for you to start moving on. And if left to her own devices, she can definitely be destructive. And this weekend, that's exactly what happened. She got the best of me and took me down this rabbit hole. Eventually, I found myself, like I said, crying, ugly crying on my bathroom floor, like the like deep breathing, snot pouring into my mouth, mascara running down my face and left with nothing but puffy eyes and a headache. And what I realized in that moment is that although she might have gotten the best of me in this moment, she's not here to stay. I don't have to unpack and move in with her. And I actually found myself asking the question, how can she serve me? Because let's be honest, I'm so tired of serving her. And it really dawned on me that she is there to bring up those insecurities, to bring up those underlying emotions. And if I just take a second to pause and sit with her for a minute, I can actually start to acknowledge what's going on deep under the surface. And in this moment where it feels like chaos and I might be out of control of my thoughts and my feelings, she's actually creating a beautiful contrast. What do I mean by this beautiful contrast? I mean the contrast between those lows and those highs. And I'm sure we've all probably heard that saying, you can't have the rainbow unless you've had the rain. And I actually found one that I think is even more beautiful than that. And it says, for a rainbow to be a rainbow, all colors need to be there. You can't skip over a certain color or leave anyone out. And in our case, of course, I'm thinking of aviation. For a flight to be a flight, you have to have all phases. You need the boarding to appreciate the deplaning, especially when you're ready to get rid of that unwanted pass. As much as we don't want to go through the lows, sometimes they're a requirement in order for us to have a greater appreciation for those really high highs. And maybe even a better way of explaining this contrast is Colin O'Brady's way of explaining it. He talks about if you were to rate all aspects of your life, whether it's your career, your family, your relationships, and your health, how would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10? And he says that you actually can't ever have a 10 in your life if you never get to experience the ones. And if we're not careful and we let our fear of the one take over, 
we may end up living our life at a five. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live my life at a five where there's no passion, no fulfillment, no excitement, not showing up to my fullest potential. And what's the point if I am gifted this potential to not use it and to say, oh, maybe I'll just sprinkle it here or there instead of diving all into it. And truthfully, life is going to throw me a one regardless of if I'm afraid of it. So why not embrace it and take those chances, even if it may result in a one, because it's actually going to allow for an even better contrast for the 10 and a greater appreciation for the 10. So I want to take this time to remind you, if you are sitting in this moment or this season where you feel like it's a really low low, or maybe you're even ugly crying on your bathroom floor like I was this past weekend, I just want it to be a reminder that As much as it might feel like we're stuck with that inner critic telling us that this is what life is and she's telling us these stories that this is our circumstance and we are a victim to it, we're not. And that low that you're going through is going to make that high that's just around the corner so much better. And if you're feeling like you're sitting co-pilot to your inner critic, I just want to remind you that you're the captain of this plane. And if you're not careful about taking back control, she might end up flying you to a destination you never intended on going to. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, how? (laughs) How do I take back control? I want to share something that my therapist actually taught me a few years ago and something that really came in handy this past weekend when I was in my spiral of anxiety and emotions and this narrative that she was telling me. And all it requires is a piece of paper and a pen. What my therapist taught me is you are actually going to coach your critic. And so how I do this, and I've done it for a while, is I take my piece of paper and I fold it hot dog style. And I write on the left-hand side, critic. And on the right-hand side, I put coach. And every mean girl thought that comes to my mind, I write underneath the critic's side. I just write it all down, brain dump it, all of them. And then I go through one by one across the other side of the paper and I start coaching that critic. I start talking to that critic as if she's my best friend. I start telling her the things that I would tell my friends if they came to me and said, I'm not worthy, or I'm not capable, or I'm a burden. And by doing this practice, especially in those moments of vulnerability and spiraling, I show that inner mean girl of mine so much love. And can you imagine if you were going off on somebody and they started just giving you an outpouring of love, how would you respond? Would you match their same energy or would you continue being on the defensive? I can almost guarantee that you probably start to calm and quiet and start to match that same energy of love and compassion. And I'm telling you, when I do this practice in those moments, that's exactly what happens to that mean girl inside me. She gets quieter and quieter and allows for the love to keep pouring in. 
And eventually, all I'm left hearing is that coach, the one that is inspiring me, empowering me, making me feel so damn proud of myself. So girlfriend, if you are sitting in a moment or a season where all you can hear is this screaming that's coming from that inner critic, I hope you hear this. You are worthy, you are capable, and you are not alone. And I hope you leave today's episode, even if you're sitting in a low, finding an appreciation for those ones, because I promise it is going to make that 10 feel so much better. And if that inner critic is telling you this narrative that's no longer serving you, maybe it's time we tell her to get out of the cockpit and take her seat. Thank you so much for listening in. If you've enjoyed today's episode, send it to a friend so they could be a part of the crew. I'm unbelievably grateful to be on this journey with you. And until next week's adventure, I just want to remind you that when everything seems to be going against you, planes take off against the wind, not with it.